Amen. And I, I'm a musical guy. I love music. Amen. But uh, we need the Word. I love to worship and love to sing, but we need the Word. Okay? Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not what? I love to worship. Love that. But I got a problem called sin. Amen. And singing ain't going to get it done. Amen. Yes or no? I need the Word. I need to hide it in my heart. So let's go to the Word this morning and see what we can find. In a little series, I try to do something on the family during the summertime, a few weeks. I always think of family time between Mother's Day and Father's Day. It just reminds schools getting out. And, you know, it just reminds me so much of the, of the family and the youngins. So that's what I do. And so we're in a little series called Family Matters. Can you say that with me? Family Matters. Hey, Rog, back there doing all the tech stuff today. I uh, could see some comments that have come in. You know, people are watching online. We appreciate them. And it's growing. Amen? Come on. Let's welcome them out there today. That online audience is growing. Come on. Come on. You matter to us. You might say, I don't matter to you. I'm just sitting at home. You matter to me. And if you want to come out here one day, if you're, if you're some other state, that's a little rough right now. But anyway, you'll see that we mean it at Fellowship, that we love you, right? Amen? But I love hearing some of the comments and then several of the comments from people visiting us lately. And one that I really loved was a, a visitor that came and talked about our big state-of-the-art screen. But that wasn't just, they weren't going, ooh, ah, no, 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 no. She was praising God that we're a Bible-preaching church and that we put, we put the Word of God on this big state-of-the-art screen. Amen? That's what we do here. Come on, praise the Lord. Amen. But I love that. I love that. The many comments that we get, thank you so much for encouraging us today. Let's go to this big old screen and to the Word and see what we can find today. Boy, that's an eyeball, ain't it? Woo! Now, this is something I developed, and I call it the I principle. Say that with me. The I principle. One more time. The I principle. And let's talk about it today. It might have been 15, 20 years ago, I was reading through the book of Proverbs, and I came across a verse, a couple of verses, that really messed with me. I like to get messed with. Amen? Come on. Come on. So the Lord spoke to my heart. And, uh, and so it's something that I've been thinking about a long time, and especially this principle that I found. We'll get to it later in the message, but let's develop it first. The I or the I. You understand that this is the I, but we're talking about this right here. Me. Amen? Let's talk about it. Let's go. Push us, Raj. The best focus that I can have is on what? Now, guys, listen. Now, it sounds selfish. I'm not talking about selfishness today. Why don't you stop looking at other people and start looking at you? You hear me, yes or no? You listening? See, that's a good thing. When it comes to this principle, God wants you to be selfish. He wants you to think of you. Okay, so the best focus, because that's the best focus I can have. Man, I can hear about something, and I can look at another family, or read about it in the paper, or hear it through gossip. But I don't have to go anywhere to find out what's going on in me. Yes or no? Come on, the I principle. The best focus I can have is on what family? On what family? Now, don't think I'm upset because, oh, somebody's been talking about the preacher's family. No, 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 no. You love the preacher's family. Amen? I know you do here. You love me, period. I know that. 
Go to a church and find out how many pastors will stand before you and say that. Yes or no? I say it not cocky. I say it because I realize it. It should be said that I know you love me. You love Kim. I think many of you appreciate Kim and the special person that she is. And little Danny and Abby, they got my haircut. Maybe you'll get to see them when they leave today. Boy, they're going to Carolina for a few days. I'm going to run them up there. Not going to miss next Sunday. I'm going to be back, but I'm going to run them up there and let them play with their cousins. School's out, and they've been chopping at the bit. And they run through the woods, and they get all dirty up there, and they're going to go four-wheeling. So they had to get a haircut. Amen. They wanted it, too. But I know you love them. And many of you don't know uh, Hannah as much. And she's 20, will be 21. And that's Kim's oldest uh, daughter. But she's my daughter. Amen? She's family. She's doing good. Hannah's doing better and better, ain't she? Stronger and stronger. Praise the Lord. Amen? Come on. And then Mitch and Elise. I know you love Mitch and Elise. Flat out. Thank you for that. Amen? So this message is nothing about that. It's something I've learned, and I've learned the Clark family's got enough problems without worrying about other people's problems. Amen? That's what I've learned. Amen? How many would agree with that in your own life? Amen? Come on, let's go. One of of Satan's biggest tricks is to get us to focus on someone else or some other family. And I can't talk after every point, and we'll never get through the message, will we, Raj? Satan loves it when we what? Play God and stand in judgment over somebody else, over You know, other than ourselves. He loves that. And you don't even have to play God. He loves you to get distracted. And think about another family. Well, their family's all strung out on drugs, you know. Nothing wrong with being grateful that your kids ain't strung out on drugs, but that don't mean you've got it all together in your family either. Yes or no? Because somebody's not strung out on drugs don't mean that you ain't got some little hayans in your house. Amen? And some problems in your own heart. That's what we're talking about today. I need to look at who? Now say it with me. Come on. We, it can't, you can't be sleepy yet. Come on. I just got started. Come on. Don't blame this on me yet. Here we go. When people go to sleep here at Fellowship Church, I know you're on medicine. I don't take it personally because I know you got, you're taking something. It's not my fault. I need to look at what family? This is what I learned years ago. Go share it with you. Now, this is where I can have the best chance to make a real difference. If I want to make a real difference in this world, and I can do it best in looking at my life and in looking at my family. That's the best place I can make the best difference and the biggest difference. Okay? I call it the I principle. Look at yourself. The I principle. James says... But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, doing what? Deceiving your own selves. So often when we look at others or look at other families, all we're doing is deceiving ourselves. We're good. You think Satan wants you to think, we're good. Is that what he wants you to think? Lull you to sleep. rock a baby, you're good. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, He's like a man that beholds his face in a mirror. Okay? You look in the mirror, 
I'm good or I'm bad. You might look and go, man, I'm a mess. But guess what? He beholds himself, then goes his way. Ain't got no mirror no more with him. And he forgets what manner of man or woman he is, or, or he forgets what our family's going through. You hearing me? Wilt thou set thine eyes? I love this verse. It's talking about money, but I think it's a great verse for a lot of things. Will you set your eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings, and they fly away as an eagle towards heaven. How many had money before, and it just is gone? Can I see your hand? I mean, it just flew away. There it went. There it went. It just flew away. That's what will happen. But so often we set our eyes on things that are not. We set our eyes over here looking at somebody else, and, and we can think we're fine. We can set our eyes on another family. We set our eyes on things that are not. We're not living in reality, guys. You hear me? I love that verse. Here's what we need to do. Remember this. Say that with me, this whole verse. Come on. The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the what? The evil and the good. Now, his eyes, that's the eyes we want. Amen? Come on. Need to remember that. Another thing I want you to say with me, I say it a lot around here. I ain't said it lately. Say it with me. God is God and I am. But I know him. I believe in his son. I'm connected to him. I have the Holy Spirit, the living God. I have the word of God. I have fellow believers in Christ. Are you kidding me? I can do this. I can win. We can make this happen. Come on, the eye principle. I don't have God's eyes. I've got Gary's eyes. And they don't see too good, right? Just remember that you put your name in there next time you're thinking about somebody else. I don't have God's eyes. I got Gary's eyes. And Gary's eyes aren't focused right. I can see very little that's far away. Amen? That's why I have a big screen. I see the best when things are closest to my own eyes. That's how I am now. If it's not close, if you see me without glasses, I don't wear them up here on stage. I'm supposed to, but I don't. I'm just going to keep getting a bigger screen. One day, the words will be, there'll be like one word on the screen. We'll be going nuts. But you know what? Listen. I can look at somebody else. Hang in here with me. I know it's taking a little while, but we're going to get there. I can look at somebody else, but guys, that's over here. Or another family, were they down the street? The best Gary can see is what I'm doing this right here. Y'all listening or not? I, this is what I see best right here. You know what I mean? I got a couple of dogs. Sometimes you get mess on your shoes. Amen, yes or no? And I'll have to do this. I can't hardly do it. I'll fall over on the floor. <laughs> Come on. The best I can see is on me, baby. You listening? Come on. Why do we behold? This is Jesus Christ talking. Why do you behold the moat or the speck? Say speck. In your brother's eye, but you don't consider the beam. Two by four, that's in your own eye. 
Listen, I can't see good, period. I'm the last person you want me trying to get something out of your eyeball. Don't ask me. I'll stick my finger in there, everything. Listen, no, no, no. Why do we do that? Look at somebody's speck or a family's speck when we've got this thing in our own eye, man. Say, that's what Jesus is saying. So my best focus is on who? Amen. Good, we're learning then. My best focus is on what family? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's on my family. We're in a little family series. This will do you no good if you're sitting back there judging me. Y'all listening to me, yes or no? It'll make you feel better. Good. Go to Denny's and have a great lunch. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to think about that much of it. Care a thing about it. Y'all listening to me? Doesn't bother me what you think of me. Here's the good thing at this church. I'm doing that for radio and online. Amen? Because I know inside this room, there's love. Amen. Yes or no? There's love in this room. Okay? Focus on yourself. Focus on your family. Jesus speaking. He spoke this parable unto certain which did what? Trusted in themselves that they were what? Righteous and they despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray. The one was a Pharisee, a religious guy who was full of himself. The other was a publican, a sinful man who didn't have squat to offer. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus to himself, with himself. He stood and prayed with himself. Now, I never saw it like this until I was looking at it again this week. God, here he is. He's in the temple. I've been to the temple mount many times in Jerusalem, probably a dozen times. I've seen them do it. They stand out there and they do this. They pray. They do that, which is fine. I even find myself doing this sometimes. I pray with the guys on Sunday in the truck, and I do that. I'll be like this. So I'm not making fun of them. I do that too. I'm trying to stay awake. Amen. But anyway... They're praying, but I never saw it like this before. He stood, so he's standing. He's in the temple area. It's not a church like we have where you're sitting. It's a big court. So they're standing. He's praying, and I can see him. God, I thank you that I am not like him. I'm thankful, Lord, because he's got his eyes open that, you know, I'm, I'm not as other men are. I'm not as that extortioner over there. Y'all hear me? See, he's not looking at himself, is he? I am thankful that I'm not unjust. I'm not like that adulterer. Hey, you know how bad I hate adultery, yes or no? Okay, good. Hope you hate it just as much, amen? Come on, good. Or he even looks down at that publican, that sinner man. Or even is that publican. Is he practicing the eye principle? Is he looking out yonder? I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Now watch this, though. Watch this. Watch this. Man, too. And the publican, the sinner man, standing afar off. Now the other joker had his head up like this. The publican, standing afar off, had his head down like what? Y'all hear me or not? Let me ask you, when you got your head down like this, can you see what I'm doing? Yes or no? When you got your head down like this, can you see what another family's doing? 
When you got your head down like this and you ain't so much as lifting your eyes up, you see in your shoes. And it's not bad to see your feet, these humble feet. How many of your feet have gone places in your life you wish they'd have never gone? Can I see your hands? My feet's gone places. Don't ever forget that. It's not a bad thing to do this. Yes or no? Come on. So he don't even lift up his eyes to heaven, but he smote himself. Did he hit somebody else with words or accusations? or No, 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 no. He's doing it right here, right here. And he says this. <clears throat> Say that with me. God, be merciful to who? Me, a sinner. Is this a practical, just down-to-earth, third-grade message today, yes or no? I think a lot of third-graders ought to hear this. Amen? Say Jesus speaking, I tell you, this man, what man? This sinner man, this man went down to his house, what? Guys, isn't that our goal? Don't we want to go one day when we see the Lord? Don't we want to go righteous? Yes or no? Sure. But don't we want to be in our home justified? Don't we want to be in our home righteous? Don't we want to make good decisions for ourselves? This man went to his house justified rather than the other. For every man that does what? exalts himself, look at me, look how bad you are, look at my family, look how bad your family is. Every man that does that, listen, shall be abased. And he that humbles himself shall be what? You humble yourself, the Bible says, and God will lift you up. So this is the I principle. We're getting there. The beautiful thing about self-judgment, it helps who? It helps ourselves. You get a lot of help. Does it help a lot of people when you stand in judgment over them, yes or no? No. Does it help another family? No. Doesn't help. The I principle. Focus on your family. It's me and my family that's going to, this is an important statement. It's me and my family, it's me and my family that will bring the most happiness or the most sorrow in my entire life. You remember I said that. It's me that's going to bring me the most happiness or the most sorrow in my life. It's my family that's going to bring me the most happiness or the most sorrow in my life. Y'all hear me? Has your kids ever done anything that absolutely broke your heart? Can I see your hand? Broke my heart. You ever had a kid that was hurting so bad or so sick you wanted to take his place and die instead? Y'all hear me? And they can be so far away, but it hurts right here in Inglewood. Because it's you or your family that's going to bring the most sorrow or the most happiness in your life. They can be on the other side of the world. My last time I talked with Mama before she was murdered, she calls me on a Sunday. And she says, you won't believe what your brother did. I said, what, Mama? She said, he bought me a new truck. And I was so happy for Mama. It was like I was there. And she told me it was white and it was a little Toyota. And she was so happy. And I was happy with her. Even though she was in Rockingham and I was in Inglewood. That was about 22 years ago. Three days later she was murdered. But you can be so happy. But when she was killed. Nobody else mattered. 
No other family. It destroyed me. Amen? Yes or no? That's just a point. You can fill in your blanks because it's about you and your family. This is me and my family. Yes or no? Hope you're hearing the message today. So remember that. It's you or your family that's going to bring you the most happiness, the most sorrow in your whole life. But I'm worried about the Smiths over yonder. I'm worried about this family. I'm worried about that person. Are you kidding me? And when I say worrying, I'm standing in judgment over. This isn't a message today really about caring for other people. I want you to care about yourself right now. Because you'll be a whole lot better to care for other people when you care for you. Yes or no? That's the plan here. So it'd be very wise for us to look at ourselves and our own what? Family. Praise God. So the I principle is what we're talking about today. He that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that's broken down without walls. When I'm worried about other people or another family, when I'm standing in judgment of them or talking about them or thinking about them more than I need to think, you know, I need to think about my family, our problems. When I do that, my life is like the walls are broken down. The enemy can come right in. Yes or no? Did you hear that verse? A broken down city. Okay, come right in. The Bible says, correct your son and he'll give you what? That's what this meant. We're talking about focus on your family. Guys, listen, if a kid needs discipline, correct him. Remember, he's going to bring you the most happiness or the most sorrow more than anybody else in the whole world. Oh, whatever. I'll leave it to mom. You're a sorry dad if you do that. You hear me? Quote me. Get off your butt. Yes or no? Correct him. You're not getting by with that. He might not understand, but you're going to make me very happy or very sad in my life. I'm choosing you're going to make me happy. Amen. Correct your son, he'll give you rest. He shall give what to your soul? Delight, 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 delight. Focus on your family. And then one of my favorite verses in the Bible, I quote it all the time, where there's no vision, the people perish. Guess what the people in that verse is? Your son. Your son. Where there's no vision. When you're looking out here and you're not looking there. When there's no vision, I can't see my kids. I can't see my wife because I'm looking here. I can't see myself because I'm worried about other people. Where there's no vision, your family is going to hell. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Look at your family. Look at your kids. Be concerned. Make that effort. He that keeps the law. He that obeys these commands. We know we don't get them down. We're not doing them to get to heaven because you can't. But it sure can make the house run a lot better, amen, say. You sass like that. You lie like that. You steal that. You're going to wish you'd have never stole it. That's what's going to happen. Yes or no? Working with little Abby. I know Abby gets, but it's life. Life is life. When Abby was a little younger, she was taking stuff. Right, Kim? Did it go over well at the Clark house? Now Abby fears to take something. Good. We've succeeded. Amen? Yes or no? Come on. Praise the Lord. I need to put my eyes where they need to be, and that is on where? 
Me and my what? How many of you feel like I say that one more time? You just want to wrap your head up against something. <laughs> good. It is a good message. It is a good message. Now, here's the best part. Y'all ready? Here's the best part. Years ago, I saw this. We're going to finish with this as we run through these verses. Proverbs 30. I highly recommend this to you every day the rest of your life. Every day the rest of your life. Hope God gives you many days so you can do it many times. Read the proverb in the book of Proverbs that goes along with the day of the the calendar. So today is the what? The 12th. So read Proverbs chapter 12 today. There's 31 of them. Days that are 30. Read 30 and 31 on the last day together. You'll be fine. Amen? Okay? February, you get a bunch on the end. Great. Have fun. Okay? But listen. That's great for your life. Wisdom. Take care for yourself. Start to want to be wise. You wise. My family. It's an incredible book on instruction. It'll help you be a better father, better husband, better wife, better mother, better child, better uh, business person. It's incredible. Better friend. So here's Proverbs 30. Now, most of the Proverbs are written by who? Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. Now, we don't know much about this guy, Agur. But I'm going to tell you right now, if his proverb made it in the book of Proverbs, this was one bright bulb, okay? Okay, if he's going to be in the book with Solomon, (laughs) I'm telling you, God chose this man to give us this proverb. That should make it stand out even more, quite frankly. The words of Agur, the son of Jacob, even the prophecy, the man spoke unto Ithiel, even to Ithiel and Eucal. So he gave us this proverb. Stay with me. Here we go. We're going to learn about the I principle. Get ready for the gist. This is it. If you want to know a verse that you need to memorize or look at or write down, this is it. The gist of the I principle is coming up in this next verse, and we're going to break it down. Here we go. Pop it up. Here's what he says, Agur, this wise man, the I principle. Surely, I'm reading this years ago. Surely I am more what? I thought it said British the first time. I'm from the country. I'm more British? No, that's what happens when you have eye issues. I am more brutish. You remember Brutus and Popeye? Was he on Popeye? Now, who was the good guy? And Brutus was the what? So if you don't know what brutish brutish means, just remember Brutus. You'll be all right. Here we go. This wise man says, I am more brutish than any man I know. I love this. I am more brutish than any man I know. What does that mean? It's the I principle. I'm more brutish than anybody I know. Here's what it means. I am so stupid. That's what this means. I am more stupid than anybody else I know, but we would rather call somebody else stupid. Y'all hear me, yes or no? We put ourselves up. We set ourselves up like we know what's going on. When in essence, when you take your eyeballs and get them from out here and start looking down this way where you see the crap on your shoes, excuse me, you're going to realize, I'm the stupidest person I know. Y'all right? You're not happy because I just called you stupid. I didn't call you stupid. You're judging me. Quit it. I said, I'm stupid. Did you hear me? Here we go. 
I know more stupid and sinful things that I have done than I know about anybody else. Y'all know that, yes or no? See, Gary's been with Gary since Gary was a little boy. Gary lived in Rockingham first, okay? And then later I went to college and stuff, believe it or not, I actually did, okay? But anyway, uh, and then I came to a little town called Inglewood, Florida when I was about 20. But every step of that way, Gary's been with Gary. I've been there for every stupid decision I've ever made. Every sinful act, every sinful thought, but I'm going to spend time judging some joker that I just met. I'm going to judge somebody that I've only known a couple of years. I'm going to stand in judgment over a family down the street, not only hard to know their names. How stupid is this? Yes or no? This is called the I principle. That's the first part. So I am more brutish than any man. Basically, plain English, look it up in the Hebrew if you'd like. I am more stupid than anybody I know. Did you get a proverb in the book of Proverbs? No. He's probably brighter than you and me, ain't he? It's not about that. It's about when I look at me, I see more stupid things, and I got a better shot at stupidity when I look this way. If I'm looking for stupid, look here. I don't mean to be ugly, guys, or put myself down. God's God, I'm not. How about when God looks at Gary, what do you think he sees? Do you think he sees, boy, that boy's made a lot of stupid errors and problems in his life. You think, yeah, that's what he sees. He sees somebody covered in the blood. He sees me as his son. Sure he does. But he still sees me down here too. Amen? Come on, keep looking. Now, second part of this verse, the I principle. So I'm more brutish than any man, and I have not the understanding of a man. I have not the understanding of a man. I wonder, what in the heck does that mean? Have not the understanding of a man. Here's what it means. Plain English, I lack common sense. When it comes to all these stupid things I've done or these stupid thoughts I have, I just really lack common sense. That's what Agar is saying right here. It's so easy to look at other people's failures instead of our what? Why do you think you did the things you did? Because you were smart? The dumb things you've done in your life? It's because you lack common sense. Yes or no? How many would agree? Boy, I've done some, I've just lacked some real common sense along the way. Right? Yes or no? How many looking back now? You'd never do that because that's stupid. Can I see your hand? Come on. So at least two-thirds of the audience are agreeing with me right away. No common sense, and that was stupid. And the rest of you can think about it for a while. Come on. You're going to be with me before you leave today. I'll tell you that right now. Listen, it's not common sense, guys. It's not common sense to look out there at other folks. Now, it's a church game we play. And that's why so many of the lost can't stand the church. If we spent more time focusing on us and focusing on our family and on our failures, Jesus said, you'll be the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. If people in this whole community know that Fellowship Church, you are not going to be judged when you go to Fellowship Church. You're going to be what? Love! Come on, praise the Lord. You answered that one right. Matter of fact, you were so good, next week every one of you are going to get a gift. This ain't Oprah, but it ain't going to be no car or nothing. But next week, everybody's getting a gift. 
Okay, you're not getting, no, you're not getting a car. You're going to get something really small. But next week, you're, everybody's getting a gift. Don't, don't forget it. Everybody, it's Father's Day, but everybody's getting a gift next week. Here we go. It's not common sense when I know more struggles, more shortcomings, more warts, more wrinkles, more failures, more frustration, you name it, of myself and my family. It is not common sense for me to stand in judgment or worry about whatever they did down yonder. Y'all cool or not? And I know if you just heard this message on the fly, you think, boy, he's mad. I'm not mad. Do I look mad? I'm thrilled. I was thrilled getting up this morning. I'm going to go preach this. This is exciting. This is the word of the living God. This can set some people free. This can kick somebody's tail too, by the way. I want a tail kicking. When I'm not doing right, I want a tail kicking because I want to do right. Amen? This is good for us today. The I principle. How many of you feel like you're never going to forget it because I beat it into the ground so hard today? Boom, 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 boom. Good. Here we go. Can you see the two by four in your own eye? If you need any help, I'll stick one in my truck next week. And you can meet me out back, and I'll let you stand there, and I'll go, wham, wham, wham. And you're going to go, I got it. Can you? Can you? Can you right now see shortcomings in your life? I think if we ever get to the place where we're not seeing shortcomings in our own struggles and our own failures, but we're seeing other people's struggles and failures, and that's making us feel better about ourselves, boy, that's a dangerous place to be. And the beautiful thing is, you know what this does for me? When I have the I principle, it opens me up to love everybody. Beautiful. Isn't it a beautiful sight? Isn't that a beautiful statement? Yes or no? Yeah, but they do this and they do that. <laughs> doesn't excuse that. It doesn't excuse that. They stupid too. But the difference is it's a stupid person talking to a stupid person. It's not like somebody arrogant talking to this stupid person because a stupid person ain't going to listen to this person. But if the stupid person is talking to the stupid person, just I'm stupid over here and you're stupid over there, we're true. let's be like him because we're both stupid. Yes or no? That's the plan here. That's a good thing. This is not bad. This is great. This is called clear focus, guys. Clear focus. Clear focus. Boy, wouldn't you rather look at that family down the street that's hurting with eyes of love? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Amen. When I can clearly see my own sin and lack of wisdom, this is humongous today. That's why TV preachers make such a killing. Because they make it so easy for you to get the power. The power, the power. Send me your money, I'll send you a handkerchief, and you'll have the power, the power, the power. That's bull. Getting the power of God takes work. And it's hard. He will never give you his spiritual power if you're full of yourself. He made that person down the street that you're standing in judgment of. His son died for that person down the street. And you go stand there. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Say, he ain't gonna give you squat. Yes or no? You're fooling yourself. You're doing like the man. Look at me. I'm good. I'm good. Ain't gonna work. Come on. When I can clearly see my own sin and my lack of wisdom, tremendous what? Power. 
and potential is unleashed and radical change is possible in my life and in my family's life. When I can see our problems, when I can see, guys, we're struggling here. No, this is wrong. This is not right, guys. No, 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 no. This is the way. You walk in this way. This is the way. Walk this way. It takes work to parent kids. I'm doing it again. I'm 54. Write that number down and think about it later. That's a lot. Five-year-old and eight-year-old. 54. My numbers together are older. Five plus four is nine. 54 is older than either of those children. No matter how you add them up. That's old. Okay? Raising little guys again. Y'all hear me yes or no? How many agree with that? Yes, you know how it is. Yeah, you know how it is. Come on. Here's the point. Here's the point. Abby and Danny matter. And Kim matters. But guess who else matters? Gary matters. And of course, Mitch and Elise Hannah as well. So I care about them all. But a lot of my best time is going to be spent right here, though, right now. Yes or no? Train up a child early. The way they should go. Amen? That's what we're doing. This is good time well spent. The best focus is on my life. Roger's going to push me now. The best focus is on my family. Keep looking. There's a generation that curses their father, does not bless their mother. There's a generation that are pure in their own eyes, eyes, and yet is not washed from their own filth. There's a generation, oh, how lofty are their what? You might wonder why I call this the eye prince, because when you keep reading Proverbs 30, you start to see a lot of eyeballs in there. How lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. Keep looking. There's a generation, is this what we want? Keep looking at others. Is this what you want? Whose teeth are as swords, and their jaw teeth are knives. And they devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among men. Guys, that's where we're headed if we don't live for God. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Watch your eyes. Keep them on you. Keep them on your family first. Until we see the two-by-four in our own life and our own family, we'll never hit the target. Don't you want to hit the target? Well, we're supposed to love people. We do. Love Jesus. Love people. Love the Lord your God with all of what heart? Your heart. What mind? Your mind. What soul? If you don't love the Lord your God with all your, your heart, your mind, your soul, and your neighbor as yourself, if you don't start having this eye principle, you're never going to get over here to what he has for you. Does that make sense for you? Come on. We'll never hit the target of God's best. And he has a best that's set for us, guys. The target. Don't you want to be shooting those kind of bullets, say? Isn't that what we get excited about when we go to the gun range? I've only gone to the gun range one time. I didn't do too well until Roger gave me a sawed-off shotgun. Is that the truth? Blew the target away. It's called a southerner. Amen. But I couldn't do that other stuff. I look like Barney. Fife. Remember him? If you don't know these old names, go, go Google this stuff. Let's end with this scripture today. How many knows that scripture? Good. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not on your own what? Because we stupid and ain't got common sense. Is that what the Bible says? Sure. 
In all your ways, acknowledge who? And he'll direct your what? Isn't that a great verse? But wait a minute. A lot of times we miss verse 7. Don't miss verse 7. We're quick to quote that to other people. You need to trust the Lord all your heart. Lean on your understanding. All your way. Whoa, whoa. Back up. Verse 7. Verse 7. Be not wise in your own why should I not be wise in my own eyes? Let's just take a little test. Because I'm what? Stupid. And because I lack what? Yeah, it's great that you've got this today. Talking about me like a dog. I heard you. I heard you. Be not wise in your own eyes. Who am I to fear? Who am I to reverence? The Lord. And then I can do what? Depart from evil. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So don't forget verse 7 when we do this. It's called the I principle. Am I done, Raj? Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. Yeah! I think we got it! Amen.